Welcome to the Bible 365 podcast, delivering God's word to you every day, walking with fellow Christians through the entire Bible in one year. Each book of the Bible is read by a different member of Holy Trinity Lutheran Church in Edmond, Oklahoma, bringing new voices to a timeless story. Let's hear God's word for today. Numbers chapter 16. Now Korah, son of Izhar, son of Kohath, son of Lephi, with Dathan and Ibrahim, sons of Eliab, and On, son of Peleth, sons of Reuben, took 250 prominent Israelite men who were leaders of the community and representatives in the assembly, and they rebelled against Moses. They came together against Moses and Aaron and told them, You have gone too far. Everyone in the entire community is holy, and the Lord is among them. Why then do you exalt yourself above the Lord's assembly? When Moses heard this, he fell face down. Then he said to Korah and all his followers, Tomorrow morning the Lord will reveal who belongs to him, who is set apart, and the one he will let come near him. He will let the one he chooses come near him. Korah, you and all your followers are to do this. Take fire pans, and tomorrow place fire in them, and put incense on them before the Lord. Then the man the Lord chooses will be the one who is set apart. It is you Levites who have gone too far. Moses also told Korah, Now listen, Levites. Isn't it enough for you that the God of Israel has separated you from the Israelite community to bring you near to himself, to perform the work at the Lord's tabernacle, and to stand before the community to minister to them? He has brought you near, and all your fellow Levites who are with you, but you are pursuing the priesthood as well. Therefore it is you and all your followers who have conspired against the Lord. As for Aaron... Who is he that you should complain about him? Moses sent for Dathan and Abraham, the sons of Eliab, but they said, We will not come. Is it not enough that you brought us up from a land flowing with milk and honey to kill us in the wilderness? Do you also have to appoint yourself as ruler over us? Furthermore, you didn't bring us to a land flowing with milk and honey or give us an inheritance of fields and vineyards. Will you gouge out the eyes of these men? We will not come. Then Moses became angry and said to the Lord, Don't respect their offering. I have not taken one donkey from them or mistreated a single one of them. So Moses told Korah, You and all your followers are to appear before the Lord tomorrow, you, they, and Aaron. Each of you is to take his fire pan, place incense on it, and present his firepan before the Lord. 250 firepans. You and Aaron are each to present your firepan also. Each man took his firepan, placed fire in it, put incense on it, and stood at the entrance to the tent of meeting along with Moses and Aaron. After Korah assembled the whole community against them at the entrance to the tent of meeting, the glory of the Lord appeared to the whole community. The Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron, Separate yourselves from this community, so I may consume them instantly. But Moses and Aaron fell face down and said, God, God who gives breath to all, when one man sins, 
Will you vent your wrath on the whole community? The Lord replied to Moses, Tell the community, Get away from the dwellings of Korah, Datham, and Abiram. Moses got up and went to Datham and Abiram, and the elders of Israel followed him. He warned the community, Get away now from the tents of these wicked men. Don't touch anything that belongs to them, or you will be swept away because of all their sins. So they got away from the dwellings of Korah, Dathan, and Abiram. Meanwhile, Dathan and Abiram came out and stood at the entrance of their tents with their wives, children, and infants. Then Moses said, This is how you will know that the Lord sent me to do all these things, and that it was not of my own will. If these men die naturally, as all people would, and suffer the fate of all, then the Lord has not sent me. But if the Lord brings about something unprecedented, and the ground opens its mouth and swallows them along with all that belongs to them, so that they go down alive into Sheol, then you will know that these men have despised the Lord. Just as he finished speaking all these words, the ground beneath them split open. The earth opened its mouth and swallowed them and their household, all chorus people, and all their possessions. They went down alive in Sheol with all that belonged to them. The earth closed over them, and they vanished from the assembly. At their cries, all the people of Israel who were around them fled because they thought, The earth may swallow us too. Fire also came out from the Lord and consumed the 250 men who were presenting the incense. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, Tell Eleazar, son of Aaron, the priest, to remove the fire pans from the burning debris, because they are holy, and scatter the fire far away. As for the fire pans of those who sinned at the cost of their own lives, make them into hammered sheets as plating for the altar. For they presented them before the Lord, and the fire pans are holy. They will be assigned to the Israelites. So the priest Eleazar took the bronze fire pans that those who were burned had presented, and they were hammered into plating for the altar, just as the Lord commanded him through Moses. It was to be a reminder for the Israelites that no unauthorized persons outside the lineage of Aaron should approach to offer incense before the Lord and become like Korah and his followers. The next day, the entire Israelite community complained about Moses and Aaron, saying, You have killed the Lord's people. When the community assembled against them, Moses and Aaron turned toward the tent of meeting, and suddenly the cloud covered it, and the Lord's glory appeared. Moses and Aaron went to the front of the tent of meeting, and the Lord said to Moses, Get away from this community so that I may consume them instantly. But they fell face down. Then Moses told Aaron, Take your fire pan, place fire from the altar in it, and add incense. Go quickly to the community and make atonement for them, because wrath has come from the Lord. The plague has begun. So Aaron took his fire pan as Moses had ordered, ran into the middle of the assembly, and saw that the plague had begun among the people. After he added incense, he made atonement for the people. He stood between the dead and the living, and the plague was halted. 
but those who died from the plague numbered 14,700, in addition to those who died because of the Korah incidents. Aaron then returned to Moses at the entrance to the tent of meeting since the plague had been halted. Numbers chapter 17. The Lord instructed Moses, Speak to the Israelites and take one staff from them for each ancestral tribe, twelve staffs from all the leaders of their tribes. Write each man's name on his staff. Write Aaron's name on Levi's staff, because there is to be one staff for the head of each tribe. Then place him in the tent of meeting in front of the testimony where I meet with you. The staff of the man I choose will sprout, and I will rid myself of the Israelites' complaints that they have been making about you. So Moses spoke to the Israelites, and each of the leaders gave him a staff, one for each of the leaders of their tribes, twelve staffs in all. Aaron's staff was among them. Moses placed the staffs before the Lord in the tent of the testimony. The next day Moses entered the tent of the testimony and saw that Aaron's staff, representing the house of Levi, had sprouted, formed buds, blossomed, and produced almonds. Moses then brought out all the staffs from the Lord's presence to all the Israelites. They saw them, and each man took his own staff. The Lord told Moses, Put Aaron's staff back in front of the testimony to be kept as a sign for the rebels, so that you may put an end to their complaints before me, or else they will die. So Moses did as the Lord commanded him. Then the Israelites declared to Moses, Look, we're perishing. We're lost. We're all lost. Anyone who comes near the Lord's tabernacle will die. Will we all perish? Numbers chapter 18 The Lord said to Aaron, You and your sons and your ancestral family will be responsible for iniquity against the sanctuary. You and your sons will be responsible for iniquity involving your priesthood. But also bring your relatives with you from the tribe of Levi, your ancestral tribe, so they may join you and assist you and your sons in front of the tent of the testimony. They are to perform duties for you for the whole tent. They must not come near the sanctuary equipment or the altar, otherwise both they and you will die. They are to join you and guard the tent of meeting, doing all the work at the tent, but no unauthorized person may come near you. You are to guard the sanctuary and the altar so that wrath may not fall on the Israelites again. Look, I have selected your fellow Levites from the Israelites as a gift for you, a sign by the Lord to work at the tent of meeting. But you and your sons will carry out your priestly responsibilities for everything concerning the altar and for what is inside the curtain, and you will do that work. I am giving you the work of the priesthood as a gift, but an unauthorized person who comes near the sanctuary will be put to death. Then the Lord spoke to Aaron, Look, I have put you in charge of the contributions brought to me. As for all the holy offerings of the Israelites, I have given them to you and your sons as a portion and a permanent statute. A portion of the holiest offerings kept from the fire will be yours. Every one of the offerings that they give me, whether the grain offering, sin offering, or guilt offering, will be most holy for you and your sons. You are to eat it as a most holy offering. Every male may eat it. It is to be holy to you. The contribution of their gifts also belongs to you. 
I have given all the Israelites presentation offerings to you and to your sons and daughters as a permanent statute. Every ceremonial clean person in your house may eat it. I am giving you all the best of the fresh oil, new wine and grain, which the Israelites give to the Lord as their first fruits. The first fruits of all that is in their land, which they bring to the Lord, belong to you. Every clean person in your house may eat them. Everything in Israel that is permanently dedicated to the Lord belongs to you. The firstborn of every living thing, human or animal, presented to the Lord belongs to you. But you must certainly redeem a human firstborn and redeem the firstborn of an unclean animal. You will pay the redemption price for a month-old male according to your assessment. Five shekels of silver by the standard sanctuary shekel, which is twenty geras. However, you must not redeem the firstborn of an ox, a sheep, or a goat. They are holy. You ought to splatter their blood on the altar and burn their fat as a food offering for a pleasing aroma to the Lord. But their meat belongs to you. It belongs to you like the breast of the presentation offering and the right thigh. I give to you and to your sons and daughters all the holy contributions that the Israelites present to the Lord as a permanent statute. It is a permanent covenant of salt before the Lord for you as well as your offspring. The Lord told Aaron, You will not have an inheritance in their land. There will be no portion among them for you. I am your portion and your inheritance among the Israelites. Look, I have given the Levites every tenth in Israel as an inheritance in return for the work they do, the work of the tent of meeting. The Israelites must never again come near the tent of meeting, or they will incur guilt and die. The Levites will do the work of the tent of meeting, and they will bear the consequences of their iniquity. The Levites will not receive an inheritance among the Israelites. This is a permanent statute throughout your generations. For I have given them the tenth that the Israelites present to the Lord as a contribution for their inheritance. That is why I told them that they would not receive an inheritance among the Israelites. The Lord instructed Moses, Speak to the Levites and tell them, When you receive from the Israelites the tenth that I have given you as your inheritance, you are to present part of it as an offering to the Lord, a tenth of the tenth. Your offering will be credited to you as if it were your grain from the threshing floor or the full harvest from the wine press. You are to present an offering to the Lord from every tenth you receive from the Israelites. Give some of it to the priest Aaron as an offering to the Lord. You must present the entire offering to the Lord from all your gifts. The best part of the tenth is to be consecrated. Tell them further, once you have presented the best part of the tenth, and it is credited to you, Levites, as the produce of the threshing floor or the wine press, then you and your household may eat it anywhere. It is your wage in return for your work at the tent of meeting. You will not incur guilt because of it once you have presented the best part of it, but you must not defile the Israelites' holy offerings so that you will not die. Romans chapter 11, verses 1 through 21. I ask then, has God rejected his people? Absolutely not. For I too am an Israelite, a descendant of Abraham from the tribe of Benjamin. God has not rejected his people whom he foreknew. Or don't you know 
what the scripture says in the passage about Elijah, how he pleads with God against Israel. Lord, they have killed your prophets and torn down your altars. I am the only one left, and they are trying to take my life. But what was God's answer to him? I have left 7,000 for myself who have not bowed down to Baal. In the same way, then, there is also at the present time a remnant chosen by grace. Now if by grace, then it is not by works, otherwise grace ceases to be grace. What then? Israel did not find what it was looking for, but the elect did find it. The rest were hardened. As it is written, God gave them a spirit of stupor, eyes that cannot see and ears that cannot hear to this day. And David says, Let their table become a snare and a trap, a pitfall and a retribution to them. Let their eyes be darkened so that they cannot see and their backs be bent continually. I ask then, have they stumbled so as to fall? Absolutely not. On the contrary, by their transgression, salvation has come to the Gentiles to make Israel jealous. Now if their transgression brings riches for the world, and their failure riches for the Gentiles, how much more will their fullness bring? Now I am speaking to you Gentiles. Insofar as I am an apostle to the Gentiles, I magnify my ministry, if I might somehow make my own people jealous and save some of them. For if their rejection brings reconciliation to the world, what will their acceptance mean but life from the dead? Now if the first fruits are holy, so is the whole batch. And if the root is holy, so are the branches. Now if some of the branches were broken off, and you, though a wild olive branch, were grafted among them, and have come to share in the rich root of the cultivated olive tree, do not boast that you are better than those branches. But if you do boast, you do not sustain the root, but the root sustains you. Then you will say, Branches were broken off so that I might be grafted in. True enough, they were broken off because of unbelief, but you stand by faith. Do not be arrogant, but beware, because if God did not spare the natural branches, He will not spare you either. This has been the Bible 365 Podcast, a production of Holy Trinity Lutheran Church and School in Edmond, Oklahoma, in collaboration with Cinematic Waves, TV and film post-production studios. The Christian Standard Bible is copyright 2017 by Holman Bible Publishers, used by permission. Having heard the word for today, may the same Holy Spirit who inspired Scripture now inspire faith in you to live each day as a disciple of Jesus Christ. Love God, love one another, and love your neighbor.